For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. And I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. Welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and we are live here on a Tuesday noontime. We're here to talk about so many beautiful things. Uh, we want to keep you updated on what's going on in the news. We're broadcasting on Red Voice Media, um, broadcast over there from 12 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you haven't been to their website, check them out at redvoicemedia.com that's right Red, redvoicemedia.com um if you haven't checked out their rumble channel they also have a, uh, a growing rumble channel over there so check that out too all right let me introduce the godfather of conservative radio it's been with me for about 12 years I, i'm 11 going on 12 years now mr hutch bailey jr hello there wayne and, and jason hello ladies and gentlemen glad to be here and ladies and gentlemen the baby of the bunch who looks older than both of no, can uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, Mr. J.R. Robinson? What's up, Jay? Hey, 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 uh, top of the morning, top of the afternoon, everybody. Yeah, you know, you get the get the nice long gray beard, and it uh, makes you look distinguished. You, you got you need a little more gray in there. 
You you younger than me too. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, first first let me say um I I've been thinking about this and I've been thinking about it a lot. And you know how you know how we tell all of y'all that we're not experts, uh, that that we give our opinion. We hope that y'all take that to heart. Research. Research on your own, okay? Uh, just because because sometimes we're going to get up here and it's going to be totally uh, emotional, uh, um, an emotional response from us. And if you take that for what it is, you know, tomorrow we might <laughs> we might come down from that cloud. You still be up there. You used to be all mad and stuff. You're like, but yo, man, yesterday I know, but but you know, we had time to research and all that stuff, and you know, we came back with this. So uh, we're not experts, and believe me, a, a lot of our opinions are biased. Uh, we're not going to run from that uh, because. Uh, there's a there's a mismatch going on in this country. There's there's unevenness, and there and there's been an unevenness for a long time. It's just that a long time ago it was with the parties. Now it's parties versus the American people, and oh. that's what and that's what we try to call out on on a regular basis. We know what's happening with President Trump, but I was sitting in the car this morning. <clears throat> <laughs> and I have to say this. I, I I I have to say this, and I hope that y'all go with me on this one. If you don't, I still love y'all. Uh did President Trump do anything wrong? Probably. Do other presidents do other things wrong? Yes. Do other presidents I uh is it to the point where he should be convicted? No. Is it to the point where the other people should be convicted? Probably, but they won't be. Maybe Congress needs to put legislation in there that says that a president can't be touched. But you can't do it now because of all the stuff that Joe Biden is happening to Joe Biden. Uh, Jay, I'm going to come to you first on this one because I just saw you respond to um, Ben... Ben Shapiro. Oh, yeah. Ben Shapiro. He said, and Hutch, you can follow Jason on this one. He basically said, the blinders are off now. Basically, now you can go after a politician because of, I mean, for hateful reasons or whatnot or, or whatnot. All sides can do it. Jason, t tell, say, say what you said. Well, my response was the Republicans aren't going to do that. And so it's an empty threat. We're going to send a harshly worded memo. We're going to do things like that. I mean, the left is playing for blood and the establishment's playing for blood. I guess to, to take a step back pre-President Trump, I would have been completely fine if we treated every politician this way. We put them under a microscope. We throw them in jail. Like, they're all corrupt. But President Trump, who came in from an outsider, all of Washington, D.C., right, left, center, that are part of the establishment, circled the wagons and said, we're just going to go after President Trump. And that's going to mean that. And this Georgia one is even more ridiculous 
because they're going after anybody that even advised Trump. Oh, you're a lawyer that gave him advice on electoral college. You're getting you're getting a RICO charge too, and it's going to mean that any anybody not part of that uniparty establishment could never possibly try to enter the fray. And the Republicans are spineless. They don't care. They're fine taking second place, watching the country go to hell because they make more money, you know, in in elections. They make more money when they're trying to overturn or unseat a Democrat than they do when they're in power and life's good and normal. So, Hutch. I um, I'm going to do something that I haven't done before. I'm going to agree with Charlie Kirk. Oh, Charlie Kirk penned an article yesterday that has the solution that we should follow. Hmm. Republicans did nothing about Bill Clinton flying to islands with minors. They did nothing about Hillary Clinton smashing devices, did nothing about James Comey brazenly lying, did nothing about Andy McCabe plotting a silent coup against the sitting president. Republicans did nothing about BLM raising $100 million and breaking charitable giving laws. Republicans in Florida did nothing about James Biden. It's time to get rid of the Republicans. Yep. It's time to get rid of the Republican Party, and now is the time to do it. Now is the time to do it. Georgia Governor Kemp could fire this attorney at any time, this district attorney. She's clearly breaking the law, or she would have brought these charges against Stacey Abrams. Right. Well, uh, I know, I know. I said this yesterday, and I saw it catching on a little bit more last night. Where in the hell is uh, Kemp and Raffersburg? Exactly. They've been quiet. They've been quiet for the last couple of years on this. On this, they've let her do whatever she wanted to do and how she wanted to do it. The governor and the secretary of state. I think it's personal for them. I think Donald Trump pissed him off and 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 embarrassed him so much. They are out of it right now. I agree with and you. And that's and that's what I think that I mean, you know, and believe me, I've I've sat upstairs and you know how you know how all three of us get. We get to a point, you know, we sit down, we turn everything off and we start thinking about certain things. No, I was like you, you can you can't be that quiet. you to see the wrongness that's happening and you don't want to say anything. Either either your feelings was hurt and you were embarrassed or you have really got some vengeance coming up on whoever is it. Now, I, uh, uh, I, uh, I mean, we've said it here before Charlie Kirk did anyway, so screw Charlie Kirk. <laughs> no, no, no. The reason why I said it Charlie is because right. I'm not going to take it personal, but that was a good one. No, no, no. We, but, but. We have young. Okay, okay, Charlie. Okay, bet, bet. I, I mean, I'm glad you said that because I, I because I responded to the Ben Shapiro thing too, but I was like, well, hopefully some new young kids come up and start uh, taking over the GOP and with some spines and start going after Democrats like the Democrats come after us. You know, yes. maybe, maybe, maybe. We can get some young kids because all the kids are doing now is going to those goddamn conferences and putting um, uh, 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 socks on um, the doorknobs and not uh, uh, y'all know what that is. Uh, that's all they're doing. 
Are they all those people for 12 years? Are the are the kids from TPUSA running for office? Are they are they just going to the conferences? You know, I mean, and that's Charlie. It, I mean, if you if you want to get rid of the GOP, you have a great was it was did you say million dollar multi million dollar uh, um, organization? Man, you should be you. That should be a freaking um, election factory coming out of that thing. Let's see if right. he if he puts his money where his mouth is. Right, right. If he wants to change the Republican Party, let's do it. You got yeah. a base already. The independents change well, the name yeah. from independent to constitutional or something. Come up yeah. with a name and let's get all, let's get rid of these duds. Well, I mean, he has a he has a bigger base with um, the members of TPUSA. You see all those kids? There you go. All those kids. Start having classes about how to be a real a, a real conservative constitutional Republican, get elected, and then start taking some of these seats up there and changing everything back. Start you making some documentaries. Make some documentaries of how corrupt the Republican Party is. The Republican yeah. Party is not a conservative party. It's no. not a right wing sad thing. It's part not of a now. construct. It's part of a construct to fool the American people into thinking that there's two sides. And it took me 60 years to figure that out, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Everybody understands the concept of mutually assured destruction. It was kind of the, the founding principle of the Cold War, of the nuclear arms race. And the only way you have balance is when both sides can destroy each other. And in politics... If you have one side that is looking out for the will do anything to utterly destroy its opponent and the left, and then you have the right who is completely fine getting run over, this is a bad formula. There is no balance. And and Hutch said it. There is no Republican Party. These folks And they never get run over. They never get run over. They never get persecuted. Mitch McConnell has never had his door kicked down. Right. Well, it's only us. He did uh, get uh, what? He did get run of that restaurant that one time, didn't he? <laughs> he Not did. by Republicans, right? He didn't expect that. Right, 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 right. You're right about that. You're right. Well, and I saw and a graphic by to, attorney generals. I saw yeah. a graphic today, and it goes into what Wayne was saying. Where it was talking about charges by president, how many people have faced criminal charges, and there's been never a president charge of anything since president trump and the left is using that to say oh look how trump is trump is i'm like shoot i can name five ten people off that list right off the top of my head without even looking in anything that should have had yep. charges should have went to jail and you look well, at I all mean, of our our constitutional conservatives they're full of it <laughs> yeah right I, oh my god i mean i know i know when i was when i when i left the democrat party that's all i heard was constitutional conservative con- Okay. Where are they at? Right. Where are they? I can. It's like I can deal with that. You deal. You constitution. You go with the constitution. Yeah. Man, you start getting into these things, and I guess the, I guess the, um, liberal social. No, uh, what was this? What was that stupid um, split? It was uh, politically, con, politically socially liberal. I was like, what in the hell is that? Oh, yeah. Socially fiscally, liberal and fiscally, fiscally conservative. conservative. Yeah. yeah, I was right. like, well, y'all, y'all <laughs> play, the, play both sides of the thing. And I think, I mean, how do y'all do that? You know, you, you're a saint in the morning, you're a sinner at night. Is that it? Is that what it's it is? All, it's know. all a phony construct, the whole thing. Yeah. 
everything. Yeah. You know, did you were you the one that was did you mention that guy Duncan yesterday? Yeah, George. Man, I saw a tape of him today. Wow, there's your Republican Party, ladies and gentlemen. This nope. lieutenant governor of Georgia, lieutenant governor he of hates Georgia. Trump. He hates he, Trump. He hates him. He said he Donald him. Trump sucked the life out of the Republican Party, yep. and now we're gonna yep. get him back. He was That's on CNN. Doing. He was on CNN doing the midterms, slamming Donald Trump. I, I mean, I was like, wait a minute, he's he's lieutenant governor. And you know, you know why? Because mm-hmm. Trump busted their fraudulent election. Right. Right. And next week he's going to bring it. And I hope somebody's watching. Yeah. Yeah. Trump announced he's going to release his Georgia election stuff. And no reasonable person can look at what happened in Georgia from the pipes burst in, from the videos coming out and say the government has a duty to prove to us that this was legit. We don't have a duty to prove that it wasn't. There's enough irregularities where they say, whoa, 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 let's prove that this was a legitimate election. And they just, they didn't do that. They just immediately said, nope, most safe and secure ever. We're out of here. And the whole establishment was like, wait a minute, that. wait a minute. Hold on. Let me ask you something. Is that right, though? Is that right that um, the burden of proof is on them? Especially, 100%. I mean, if question, you look, oh, question, yeah. though, because, because if that's the case, anybody can make accusations all day long. Without any base, so there we should be say, standards that we can look at, and we can. There, there has to be something that we can look like, like, like paper ballots, for instance. We've gotten so convoluted right now that the cell phone networks are tied together to the precinct level in this country when it comes to voting. Our voting system is set up for us to get beat, man. Well, and but here's my. But do you I hear what, what you're saying? saying I do. Hear, I do my, see what you're saying, but that's here's they're my the government. Point. We should be walking in there with the proof saying, now you prove this is a lie. We, we, we have done our research. This is, this is what we found. We found these anomalies. This is now is on you to prove that we are wrong. Because if you can't prove that we're wrong, then we're right. We found the truth. Y'all are wrong. Instead of them saying, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Here's the difficulty in that. The government controls all the information. And the government has proven they lie to us and they're corrupt. They work for us. We don't work for the government. Well, that's and, because we don't have any journalists anymore. That, right. Okay. But and I, if we have enough American citizens okay. that can look at these results and go, these are completely irregular. And this isn't like two dudes sitting on a couch going, that was weird. This is millions of Americans that that are saying there's something fishy here. You should check it out. But how are you, even if you look at the Trump indictment, they were looking into it. Part of what they got pinched for was trying to find the proof. Right. But but I go back to when we used to have, because we don't have them anymore. Right. We don't have press. But but the journalists, you know what? One thing, one thing that, um, one thing, I remember going to a seminar one time, doing a blog fest one time. And uh, uh, who is it? Um, uh, a member of Andrew Breitbart. So it's like, we need more journalists on the local levels. Right. We'll, we need real journalists getting inside of what's going on within the communities and stuff like that, because there's a whole lot of corruption going on and that's filtering up the chain. Okay. But with, but 
with what has happened with social media, I don't even know how uh, Breitbart would act right now if he would have seen if he would see what social media did to real journalists because what or, he was building or new media. Right. What right. Oh, man. Breitbart, man. Breitbart. New media went left yeah. of what Breitbart was doing with Breitbart. You know what I'm saying? But he was building up a legion of journalists. Laura Loomer. Well, actually, Laura Loomer. Well, Laura Loomer is a granddaughter of Breitbart because Laura Loomer um, learned how to do her stuff under uh, Project Veritas. Uh, James O'Keefe. O'Keefe and O'Keefe was under Breitbart. I mean, yeah. And look at everything he does. He goes out, he gets the information, and he said, prove I'm wrong. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, and you know, don't think I'm picking on you, but I'm just asking the questions like, should shouldn't we get back to getting that information? Like James O'Keefe, getting that information and say, okay, now I got the tapes. I got this. I got that. But we do. We have, all, we have all that. We have. But but again, we go back earlier to what we were saying earlier. We need to get the right people in the right situation. We don't have the right people in the situation right now because many of the kids that we have right now are sucking their thumb on social media in the echo chambers instead of out trying to get elected. We need to change the country and we need to post. We need to fix things. Post. We need to change the Republican Party. Post. Hey, why don't you run for um, city council? Now I ain't got time. I ain't got time. Why don't you? And I hope that she holds classes. Um, Luna. Luna should be the template of what young people should be going yeah. into Congress right now. She went in there and she outdid um, Congress lawmakers that had been in there for seven, eight years. She brought impeachment, uh, 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 censure, censure to a standing son of a biscuit in uh, in that dude, but she did it. Now, the, now, now, first time she did it, it didn't work, and I got pissed at Scalise. I was like, "Wait a minute, hold on, you you sent her out there with um, with a wet powder. <laughs> you you know you supposed to be drumming up they're these loads. They're, they're good huh? at that. They're good at that. Yeah, they're good with leaving them out and." But especially new ones. Yes, yes. And then you don't never hear from them again. Ask because... Madison. <laughs> Madison Carthel, yeah. 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 He retired with... early. Exactly, didn't he? I because, wonder if Zelen... he, because he exposed them. He yeah. exposed them. He, he he told them about the little old old geriatric naked parties oh, that was going disgusting, on. man. <laughs> it's foul. Yeah, but if you are young right now. If you are young, as a matter of fact, uh, I said something about Napoleon a couple weeks ago. Man was taking down countries at 24 and 25. Y'all can get into Congress and change that. Five foot four. Yes, at five foot four, he was short. He was short. He was shorter than Ben Shapiro. So, um, I think. But either way, y'all are young. Y'all have vision. That's what the Bible says, anyway. And you listen, know? when you get there, don't take the money. Right? No, 
No. Don't, don't take, take the money. It. Trust me. That's why Congress is mm. what it is. Getting for the camera. Yeah, yeah, and that's right. why all these folks running on we need to shrink the federal government by seventy five percent. That's one hundred percent correct. It, you can change out every member of Congress and every member in the executive branch. You can vote in a new president, but the corrupt establishment is still there, and that's where the left was so powerful. They infected that at the ground level, oh, yeah. and not just the ago. left, not just right. the left, Jason. This is a coordinated effort. We've got right. to change. We have to change our frame of reference. Yeah. We got to get away from that left and right Democrat Republican. This is a war for our civilization. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It really is. I mean, you look around, think about this one time. Think of all the bogus charges and indictments coming against President Donald Trump. Exactly. Any Republican district attorney, attorney general could bring charges against these this plethora of criminals that are out there, <laughs> and they never do. Right. They never do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, in, in, in a few minutes, uh, th for those tuning in, in a few minutes, we're going to um, have Richard Barris on. Richard Barris hasn't been with us for a long time. Uh, That's not the, is that the People's Pundit? Yeah, the yeah. People's Pundit. Oh, it is. Okay. We used to have him on. I remember, you remember what um, Bill Mitchell did to him no. back in the day? Bill used to have him on and he used to take like he used to listen to what Richard used to talk about. Oh, okay. And Plays then right. pass it off like it was himself. You know what I'm saying? So and you know, and, and Bill hasn't changed. He's 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 still a rat. But I mean, either way, uh Richard used to uh um he would do his polling and he would do his 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 data, and that's his thing. And I knew when I was growing up, my mom used to say, my mom used to bring me paper and stuff because I like doing percentages and all that stuff and everything. It was in you, it was in you. You know, I mean, I baseball percentages and you know, it's a football percentage. But he's taking it to another level. And he is somebody that um, lost contact with, but uh, election year's coming up, want to bring him back, you know, on a regular. He, he's got a lot of information over there, so. He's going to be coming up at the bottom of the hour here on the Wayne Dupree podcast, along with Hutch Baylor Jr., Jason Robinson. Somebody on um, um, Getter said, I like how Wayne um, calls out everybody's name. Well, we're a team. That's why. That's what I do. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, know, that's what I do. I got to say, I'm excited to have Rich on because I followed him for a long time. Mm -hmm. And for those who haven't followed him, you really need to go on social media. People punted on Twitter. We'll drop the link. But he. He takes the stats and he goes beyond the surface level stats where, you know, when Wayne talks about baseball, like somebody will look at like home runs and then you'll dig deeper into the stats and go, oh, this is good. This is, you know, contact rates or those kind of things. And that's where all his breakdowns, it's like he kind of digs in that second and third level stat to see kind of what you can extrapolate out of it. So it, he, he's a great follow. One of the main reasons why I wanted to have him is because Rich, uh, um, Richard, you know, I, I call him Rich. Uh, I hope you don't get mad with me. Um, he uh, says Rich on Twitter. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hey, hey, hey. That's hey. That's that's just how it is, Rich. You know what I'm saying? But um, one thing, um, one of the main things that I like about him is that Mo he outdid a lot of the experts in the 2016 election. 
He did. He outdid a lot of the main people. Um, and I and I still don't think he gets his due. Seriously, no. real, I, I really don't. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 again, friends, I saw what was happening to him, but I was like, that, that's not right. So when I found out about it, I brought him on. I was like, this is the guy. It's him. This is the guy that this is this is the one. This is the brain of the outfit. Okay, so um, if you haven't seen him. He's everywhere now. He's 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 uh he's on TV. He's uh, doing it. Got his own podcast, and he he's out there. So we're gonna have him on the other side of the break, Richard Barris, uh, Rich Rich Barris. But uh, I hope I hope that y'all stay tuned to it. Um, real quick, do y'all have any closing thoughts for this last segment that we we just did? I mean, you know, it was fast and hot, so it was you know. quick. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna in the say, next I, segment. I in the next segment. I want to see the survivability of the Republican Party statistics. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say. I keep harping back to that thing Wayne tweeted last week. Like that just changed my life. It's you know we're kind of living in that period from the first plane hitting on nine eleven to the second, and then like yesterday was another one of those the second plane hit because they're criminalizing anybody. From outside the establishment, they're charging the guy for challenging the election results. Right after, after thousands upon thousands of Democrats doing the same thing on camera for the last 10, 15, 20 years. No, no, no. Since they're, Al Gore, they're charging his lawyers for giving him advice on the Constitution for how Mark, to challenge it. Mark Meadows is under arrest for asking for a phone number. Right. What I'm, but what I am worried about is Duncan. And what's your name? Jeb Ellis. Yeah. That's the one I'm worried about. Well, because I mean, because she she she's with DeSantis right now. And uh NFL, 18, NFL. 18 people, 18 people, they can go in at any time that they want to. They're not going all going in there together. Uh, but um she's not prosecuting all of them together either. Uh, See, I, heard I was watching she was. I was watching some of those experts. There's no way she can do that. They'd have there's, to have no, a They're just going to squeeze everybody to roll on Trump. That's what it's and all just, about. That's that's what it's all about. And they're going to and they're going to make it. So if you want to go work for President Trump, we talked about we've been talking about this for weeks. You yourself are going to be put under the microscope and you yourself are going to face the full weight of the federal government just for working with the guy. While you while he is elected, you are going to be charged with something, and that's the way that is. You're watching the Wayne Dupree podcast along with Hutch Bailey Jr. and Jason Robinson. When we come back, we got the People's Pundit, Rich Barris, with us here on Red Voice Media Network. We'll be right back. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. 
It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks America! We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he's back. He is back, and I said he's better than ever. I'm talking about our friend, Mr. Rich Barris of the People's Pundit, Big Data Poll, well, director of now, now director of Big Data Poll. What's up, RB? How you doing, brother? It's been a long time. I'm over here it's drinking water. Time. I didn't even hear the cue. <laughs> That's okay. By the time, by the time, by the time we're gonna uh, get finished with you, you're gonna need a whole lot of those liters of water. No, I'm kidding. No, man. Um, how you doing? How you doing? You're all right. You know, living the dream. Power of positive thinking, right? You gotta stay. Uh, you gotta stay positive. You gotta move forward. Uh, but yeah. no doubt, a challenging time for us all, though, Wayne. Right. Yeah, exactly. We, um, and um, I was happy to briefly talk to your wife. Uh, on she's not back on Twitter yet. She's well. If I say this, she is. Oh, oh, okay. She is oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Okay. So they refused to uh, reinstate her original account. You know, uh, even People's Pundit Daily. Uh, that's why we've gone in a different direction. I've been too busy with polling anyway. It's there right. and it archives election results. Uh, puts up all the graphics that we uh, use to cover election night on the on the show uh, yeah. and and other stuff. But yeah, I mean, all of that. Elon Musk has not been great to us. I mean, yeah. I don't see yeah, a difference. Yeah, me Yeah, I mean, somebody's out there lying. Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> with that said, uh, one of one of the top things uh, I'm I'm sure you saw. The uh, the event in Iowa this past weekend, yeah. uh, uh, was it Ron Ron the third place was walking around and everybody was like, "We want Trump, we want Trump," and um, then he looked up in the sky and there was Trump. So um, yeah, exactly. What I mean, how does somebody told me that Ron DeSantis might be waiting in the wings? <laughs> 
because of what is going on with Donald Trump. He's waiting in the wings, hoping to scoop up what's left. What do you think about that? You know, we talk to a lot of donors, Wayne, and, uh, you know, they, they don't always believe a campaign's pollster. So that's why we get a lot of calls from these people. And because we do, you know, I, it's not like I was ever trying to go after Ron DeSantis, but, you know, mm-hmm. months and months ago before he announced, you know, we were privy to all these meetings he was having and, you know, they would constantly just lie about what was being discussed. He is going to run for president. He is going to try to be the alternative to Donald Trump. He's going in a different direction. He's not going to be, you know, MAGA without the baggage. That's a public thing. And they would always deny it. So here's the latest. The The latest is because now they're getting shaky. The, they're not really seeing the path. Up until about a month or so ago, they, they could see the electoral path. But now they don't. So when they're going back to these donors and saying we blew through all this money and we need more money, and that includes Never Back Down, the PAC, they're asking hard questions. And the answer to that question is he will be removed from the ballot. Everyone needs to understand this. They are staying in long enough to, or they think. I was explicitly told that he will stay in and lose Florida if necessary because they expect a real effort to remove him from the ballot over these indictments. And then um, you'll need a, you'll need somebody and we're calling them the like robo replacement. You know, I mean, that's that this is the, the goal and there is there's efforts on the left and the right to sow the seeds from, for this. Now you have the left putting out petitions to uh, uh, blue States, trying to get nine blue States to ban them from the, from the ballot. And then you have the stuff on the right. We just saw in the New York Times last weekend, just as I reported what I'm telling you right now, the Federalist Society to, uh, you know, so-called scholars. We all hear this or, you know, already yeah. uh, went and wrote. Uh, well, they were the feature of an article in the New York Times, the conservative case to remove Trump from the ballot. So this is real. They're going to try to do this because they can't beat him at the ballot box. They can't. Right. This Hail Mary in Iowa is a joke, Wayne. We just polled it. It is not 2016. Ted Cruz had a lead with Iowan evangelicals in 2016. Now Trump leads with evangelicals by 30 points. He leads with non-evangelicals by 30 points. So there's just nowhere to go, you know, for these people. It's just so that's their last resort, which would be catastrophic for the Republican Party, brother. Catastrophic. Absolutely. Richard, I, I got it. That's the first I heard that I got to take a couple of days to digest that on the removal of Trump. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to move a little bit uh, somewhere else here, a little more. Uh, you agreed with real political data who made a statement on Twitter. I stand by my prediction that Christie will get more delegates than DeSantis in New Hampshire as of now. And then what? I go, I go down and I look at uh, interactive polls as a poll of uh, New Hampshire. And the question I have, let me, let me just go through the numbers real quick. Trump, Trump, 49%. Number two, Christie at nine. Number three, DeSantis at eight. Scott, Burgum, Haley, all higher than that. And then Ramaswamy at three. And I've heard several national polls putting Ramaswamy in second place. Is that, is that a myth? Because it's looking like a myth to me. If this poll has any. Yeah. In some of the early state polling, uh, we do see that Ron DeSantis is starting to fall into third place in some states, in the in, especially in the Rust Belt. And we started that in May, and he was in second place, but a very distant 
second place, but nobody was really close to him. But I've been thinking about this a lot because people really are never told by pollsters that sampling errors for subgroups are higher. So if you have DeSantis at like 14% and Vivek at like seven, it isn't out of the realm of possibility that, you know, a small shakeup in the race can, you know, switch up the second and third place. That's true. So I don't know why I ever, you know, really got this thing in my mind that DeSantis would stay in second place. But in New Hampshire, I do agree with his prediction. And I, I remember when he first made it, and I'd agree with it at the time. You have all of the same people who surrounded Ted Cruz now surrounding Ron DeSantis. So all the never Trumpers from 2016 yeah. are all team DeSantis now. And they successfully push Ron DeSantis so far uh, on some of these issues to the right. And I'm not saying for the right for you or for me. I'm talking about the vote. I agree. I agree. That it, you know, it's a Hail Mary to win Iowa, which he probably isn't going to do anyway. And yet when you do that, and it's the history of the, the primary, when you do that, you really isolate the more, uh, and I hate using the word moderate, but the, you, you isolate the more moderate, less religious wing that really is the voting chunk of the, of the electorate in, in New Hampshire. And then, by the way, South Carolina, it's not like Iowa either. So that's why you see sometimes a lot of those, you know, establishment figures, you know, putting on a show in New Hampshire if they, I mean, and, and then they're using that momentum to try to pivot to win in South Carolina. The truth is Iowa, this is like, I, I don't mean to attack anybody here. But like the advice that DeSantis has been getting and, you know, it's this Steve Deese endorsement, all this stuff. Like we didn't know yeah, Steve yeah. Deese supported DeSantis for months. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous as if it's a bombshell revelation or something. They push these people into unelectability territory there. I try and I have for six, seven years now to explain the significance of two people that Donald Trump won the Rust Belt that Donald Trump flipped states like Pennsylvania. He won Ohio and Iowa overwhelmingly because, you know, the Iowa caucus is totally different from a general election in the state of Iowa. And you can win the caucus going away, but have zero chance to win the state in the general election. And Republicans are getting a little bit too comfortable because they're used to Trump winning, you know, eight, nine points, 10 points in those states. Well, the issue one vote should be a wake up call for everybody. You know, they did terribly in the Northeast and J.D. Vance comfortably won in 2022 against uh, Ryan because he he pulled so much of the Trump vote from the Northeast and Trumbull and Mahoning and all those areas. Bronco, that's Barack Obama territory. So it's mm -hmm. like you have these people like Deese and others who think you're somehow going to push these candidates to Ted Cruz territory and then come out of that and win New Hampshire, come out of that and and, and then pivoting to a general election. You're going to win these Rust Belt states. That's insane. There is zero evidence of that because it's never going to happen. You know, and de these people that Trump attracts are not voters who will automatically go out and vote Republican. His coalition's right, complicated, uh, right, you know, right. but they, 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 I mean, Wayne, you know this, I, we've talked about this before, um, mm -hmm. you know, that we've had two elections with Trump on the ballot, two elections with Trump off the ballot in the one, in the two where he was on it, Republicans overperformed in the yeah. two where he was not, they underperformed. And that's yeah. very simple. He's bringing out a voter that will never vote for a Republican. That includes Ron DeSantis, by the exactly. way. So exactly. They pushed him in New Hampshire way too far to the right. He can, I don't think he can win New Hampshire. You know, it's it's funny, Rich, because that was going to be what I was going to dig into is everybody says Trump is unelectable. But if you look at the numbers, a Republican other than Trump is really yeah. the unelectable because 10, 20 percent of Trump's voters just won't go vote. So let's say Trump is taken out. Let's say this op succeeds. 
do you see anybody in the Republican field that could generate enough energy to even make it competitive? Because I'm seeing Reagan Mondale, only the Democrat side. I mean, I see a bloodbath for Republicans. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll murder folks. I mean, that's the word I think of. I really do. Murder. It would be, I, I would, you know, I do this for a living, so I can't. But if I was a consumer and I was a Republican, I just... I would turn the TV off by 8 p.m., 8.30 p.m. It would be, I wouldn't want to watch it. You know, we talk about the last time Republicans betrayed these kind of voters that, and Reagan brought a lot of these very, there are a lot of similar demographics, only Trump is a lot more non-white. And now he's expanding into younger people too, which is interesting. But um, the the last time they did that was Herbert Walker Bush, who, you know, up for reelection, he, in his first term, he betrayed these people and the third party, you know, challenge emerged from Ross Perot. And often we think about that as a fracture, right? That will look like a paper cut compared to this. And we'll be, what we would see if they remove Trump from the ballot is more like an open fracture. And the Ross Perot coalition that took 15, 20% from the Republican party would look like a paper cut. It would be a bloodbath of epic proportions. You could lose. I'm, I'm not kidding. And by the way, the polling shows I'm right here. You could mm-hmm. lose Iowa. You could lose Ohio again. Ohio was not competitive because of Trump. You take Trump and Trumpism out, out of the equation. And we're not alone. I mean, look at the Suffolk poll. Uh, David over at Suffolk, if you're going to take my slogan, you could at least cite me for it. We've been oh. studying the Trump or bust vote for months now, more than any other pollster. And it's real. You know, you could lose up to 25% of your expected turnout if Trump is not the nominee. This is very real. And anyone who dismisses it is, it, you know, do so at your own par- peril. I, I, at this point, I'm getting a little bit frustrated or a little bit over trying to tell Republicans what's good for them. They're suicidal. Yeah. I've yeah. never yeah. seen anything like it in my Crazy. life. They're the yeah. dumbest party on the planet ever. You know we what? I got that on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean I the it. leaders, you know what I mean. The, the, the leaders, the establishment, the oh, voters right, yeah. are right, 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 very right. well informed. Yeah, yeah. Right. I got um I okay. I'll come with two, but then I got one later. Okay. okay. Uh I saw this thing about Suarez uh as a possible VP candidate for Donald Trump. Uh sh- speak to that type of option. Um, because he was uh, elected with seventy or eighty percent um, yeah. down there in his in his area in Florida, and then uh, Hutch said something about it um, just a few minutes ago, and I saw something about it a couple of days ago. But um, GOP strategists are are afraid that MAGA will stay home if Trump is removed. So you know, on the first one, yeah, on the first one, Wayne. I see what the value is of Suarez because they're thinking, you know, there are, and I was just getting back and forth with someone on Twitter. And he's young too, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, there are these, everyone thinks about, you know, Hispanic vote and it's monolithic. It's not monolithic. And Trump, I think alone, regardless, is going to carry Miami-Dade. I think DeSantis, how well he did in 2022 is a product of policies that Rick Scott and, and um, Donald Trump together during Trump's first term really solidified. So, you know, Ron DeSantis just kind of went along for the ride. 
That's the truth. Yeah. Miami yep. Dade actually experienced the first population decline in more than two decades under Ron DeSantis. All of I the boom it. came from I Rick Scott. It. Right. Yep. So, um, yeah, I, I, I see the point of that because you're also thinking about South Texas and Central California. I just not sure he needs it. I really I'm not sure he needs it. Maybe, however, it sends a signal because of his obviously because of his background. You know, this election is going to be about governments uh, attempting to select your leaders for you or a big part of it will be. And he kind of backs up that narrative. I get that. I'll be honest, in my own mind. I'm leading more towards somebody like a Ron Johnson because you need Wisconsin and he performed against the odds against the ballot harvesting. He did it and he held on. Uh, and you need to make somebody the you need to pick somebody that the, the deep state fears, if not just as much as you, maybe more than you to protect yourself. So if they want to get rid of you uh, in whatever fashion that may be, they have to deal with your number two. So, uh, you know, that that that's something he needs to think about going forward. Uh, and then the second thing about the turnout, I mean, Wayne, it's just dawning on them now. It's unbelievable that it's just dawning on these people now. Because I saw that article in the Hill, and you know, I think to myself, like, duh, you know, where have you been for months? Where have you been for years? Yeah. Right? I mean, it's not hard for somebody in my business. We have all these like cute tools that can help us out. They're they're really cool. You can go and drill down into a state and do comparisons with vote turnout. It's not that difficult to see. You know, in Minnesota, a state Biden did win pretty comfortably in 2020. If you look at who didn't turn out in 18, who didn't turn out in 2022, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of Trump votes that will never come out for anyone but him in these each of these states. So, you know, I, I just you, to me, you got to be an idiot. Not to know this. Like, why are you in this business if you are incapable? You're letting your feelings about how you personally feel about Donald Trump, because most of the consultant class and the pundit class, they don't like him. But that shouldn't stop you from doing your job objectively and well. Don't you want to do your job well? And it's so it's obvious. And talking about this suburban female as using it as a crutch for years in order to you know, uh, cloud, really cloud up what the facts of, uh, of this discussion is pathetic. And let me just say this, right? The suburban female vote is not the swing vote anymore. All right. I hate to tell everybody this, but the national security moms from George W. Bush, that was 20 years ago. Wake up. It's a different world. <laughs> certainly yeah. is. And I'll tell you, you know, I left the Republican Party long ago. Uh, I, I'm watching this, and, and I saw a, a piece uh, penned earlier that's basically telling people, look, this is where's all the Republicans getting in the way of all these attacks that are coming to MAGA? They're not there, and it's becoming glaring. I mean, yes. what do you think the future, when you look at, at the country's history and you look at the, the Whig Party in yeah. the 1850s, you know, issues built and built and built, and abolitionists finally said, you know what, you guys are all talk and no action, and they formed the Republican Party. I think that the Republican Party is going through its wig phase right now. I think if they're not careful, uh, people, I, I, I said this during Trump's first term, well, his only term, I guess, but early on during that term, if he would have tweeted, get out of the Republican Party, join the Constitution Party, the party would be gone. Yep. And I think we're heading there again. And with your revelations about the right, trying to take Trump out. It might be there quicker than we thought. What are your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, I, I agree with that, Arch. I do. Because, uh, you know, the, the, in 2022, they had a chance. Trump's wing decimated the establishment wing. And I hate saying the traditional Republican. That's what the media coins it as. And I saw a poll the other day that called people who were traditional Republicans. Are you a traditional Reagan Republican or are you a MAGA Republican? And it just laughed. Like, show is Mitch McConnell a Reagan Republican? So <laughs> if voters aren't represented by their party, that party will eventually go the way of the Whigs. And we've been living with this two-party system, whether it's it, you know, with the choice of Republican versus Democrat. For so long, we've, we really fall into this false sense of security or you know, party mm -hmm. members do, that somehow you're going to be exempt from the laws of history, right? The laws of nature, and you're not going to uh, be subject to what you know everyone before you, uh, those rules that they were subject to. If you do not represent your voters, they will find another vehicle to get those those ideas and those goals and those policy priorities across. Um, and what it takes for that to happen is usually a devastating loss. So if they do this to Donald Trump, there will be so many people who just vanish from the electorate. The Republican Party will cease to exist as a national political force. When I tell you Biden's going to harvest 85 million votes at least. And the only person who can match that is Donald Trump. If you remove him from that, I mean, folks, look at how many votes Mitt Romney got. You think that Biden can't beat you 85 to 60 million? You better wake up. It absolutely can happen. And that's right. every battleground state. That's a that's that's every battleground state moving into what Obama did to McCain, you know, beating yeah. him in Indiana, start looking almost peeling off Missouri, a state yeah. Donald Trump wins overwhelmingly. Yeah. McCain came this close to losing it. This Republicans forgot that they were losers before yeah. Donald Trump came along. Absolutely yes. 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 losers. Yes. Good they got elected in 04 by seven tenths of a percentage point in Iowa because they had all the value voters on their side. Well, those value voters don't exist anymore. Not in that right. kind of a coalition. So look mm -hmm. at Ohio issue one. All Democrats had to do was turn it into an abortion issue. And they, yeah. and they got creamed 10 points, creamed more, actually. So, you know, the, the, it's just a different world. I think people are a lot of those those old guard people who don't think that that's possible. I imagine if you ask that question, oh, just Carl Rove, he'd laugh. <laughs> you know, like he thinks he's going to be around forever. He doesn't he know he's a dinosaur. He's on the verge of extinction. He doesn't right. know it. But it, you know that that's the way history works, and that, and it catches up to you, right? And that's going to happen um, if they get. I got to say. I just love having you on the show to just like, these are all the things that we've been telling people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like you do this for a living, you dig yep. deep into these numbers and it's like, just on the surface, you can tell without Trump, like, I mean, it's Mondale Reagan the other way, in, in my opinion. And you bring up Ross Perot, which was the first person I ever voted for, for president. And that was such a, a time in America, but, but I'm going to switch gears with you. RFK Jr. Is there anything there? I know they're going to try to block him. I kind of equate him as the Trump of the left, where maybe the normies see the establishment move against him and it wakes up some Democrats. This is what I see as the significance of Robert Kennedy Jr.'s campaign. His campaign is cultivating a group of soon-to-be disenfranchised, really pissed-off voters that Donald Trump can win over. And again, here's another Trump-or-bust argument. When we ask, because we've been doing this for months in every poll, national and state, we ask people who they're voting for in the primary. When we move on to the general elections, 
we asked them whether or not if their candidate, right, based on what their response was, is not the nominee, what would you do? Would you vote for the eventual, in that case, the Democratic nominee? Would you vote for potentially the Republican nominee if it's so-and-so? Would you vote for a third party, maybe not vote at all? And we're actually starting to ask people about writing in a name because we have a feeling if Trump is removed, he's going to get like 10 million write-in votes. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think that's that could happen. RFK's vote, 30%, and that's conservative, uh, tell us that they would vote for Donald Trump. So, you know, it's very it's it, it very difficult to beat an incumbent president regardless in a nomination. But in his case, they're pulling out all the stops. You know, they're, they're not even going to debate him. They're not going to, uh, you know, they're going to block all of his access to fundraising. But the calendar move was the biggest and most significant thing any party's done to stop right. a challenger in years. And for people who don't know what I'm talking about. It was always the Iowa caucus was the first in the nation contest. New Hampshire, the first in the nation primary. Well, Joe Biden got killed in the first three states. So they took South Carolina uh, because uh, black Democrats, because of James Clyburn and Barack Obama, uh, delivered him his first victory. So they moved South Carolina all the way to the front. And I've never I mean, we none of us have ever seen a party do that in our lifetime. And unfortunately for uh, RFK, that's a more expensive state to compete in. It's a less white state. Joe Biden's got more um, more clout there. And he needs a more like well, we see him doing really poorly in closed contests because he hasn't broken enough into the Democratic base. It's some of the it's vaccine stuff that they've smeared him with. And uh, he does better with independence. So in open primary states, he'll do better. In closed primary states, he won't. But there's a reason that Iowa and New Hampshire were always first, folks. It's cheap, and you don't want to give big donor candidates you know, an easy path to a nomination. You want everyone to be able to compete and get their message out. So what Democrats did was like the biggest, boldest, dirtiest move, undemocratic move that any party's done in our, our lifetime. And that's saying something compared to what Republicans did to Trump in 16 and are trying now. Yeah. And twenty. Listen, um, I have a I have a chart. Yeah. I have a chart. Um, you want to you want to explain yeah. this to us? Yeah, this is. Oh, I'm so glad you put that up, Wayne, because this is uh the polling trend, Biden versus Trump. Our polling trend going back to August of 2020. We were polling for the Epoch Times, and we also had the Public Polling Project we were doing. And in August, you know, somebody, a lot of DeSantis people are trying to make all these excuses, and one of them was about look at how many undecideds there are now with so many. Uh, with, with candidates who have universal name ID. And the truth is there are a lot of undecideds. And what is important about the trend is a few things. I shaded the margin in gray to show people that Trump in October of 2021 took a lead and hasn't given it back. And Biden led all through 2020 by a similar margin. Trump has led anywhere between four and eight points. And in our polling, Biden was pretty consistently between two and six. So Trump's lead is actually bigger than Biden's was over him in 2020. And what's doing that, Wayne, is a big deal. And just before I came on, I was trying to find the range. New voters were a major problem for Trump. And we can talk about, you know, the shenanigans. And I and I agree there was shenanigans, but I'm still I'm not trying to throw the baby out with the bathwater. There should be lessons that are learned. And those new voters that came in voted for Biden at about a 30 point margin in 2020. In October of 2021, that vote flipped. The new voter, I've never voted before, that vote flipped 
from Biden to Trump plus three, basically, just under three. And it has ranged from three to about 14 points ever since. And if you look even in the New York Times poll that just came out last week, he's up by six. They also had Biden leading by about 30 points among that vote. So there are all these things going on. And I'm saying as the day after the indictment in Georgia, they're indicting him because they cannot beat him at the ballot box. Anyone who thinks they're indicting him to make him the nominee because he's the easiest candidate to be <laughs> is like smoking something or living in an alternative reality. 2024 is not 2020. That is what the polling is showing us very clearly. It's not even 2016. Trump is already polling five points higher than he did uh, you know, before the, the summer, before the election in 2016 and 2020. It took him until the convention, Wayne, to flirt with 45% when he was running against Hillary in our polling. That's that's the summer of 2016. So uh, it's very different here, guys. Very different. He is much stronger. And it's, uh, you know, it, it, if I was Biden and I was trying to fight for my life, right? And I'm a crooked FBI agent or a crooked prosecutor at the DOJ. I'm looking at this and I'm saying, I, I have to do something because if you win, it's over for me, right? right, right <laughs> so they're right, trying right. to survive and they would rather wreck all of it and rule over the rubble, you know, than preserve the institutions that they're in and suffer the consequences. I mean, I'm a pollster, not a lawyer, but I, I see those numbers and that's what I see. Dude, I love you, man. I, I mean, God damn, boy. I, I mean, missed you, Wayne. Yeah, I know. Look, look, you are such a fit for it. You are such a fit for what we do because honestly, there's a whole lot of stuff that you confirm, but then there's a whole lot of stuff that you that you just brought the noise. And I and as a numbers person, I'm sitting here like a little kid with invisible popcorn just eating that crap up, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh my God, go ahead. Can you, yeah. you know, I mean, I could lose myself in just listening to you explain certain that. things because it's true, not because it's storytelling or anything. That's you right. can see not only is this what you do and you love what you do, you're passionate about what you do, but it's but what you do is also needed. So, uh, man, I already talked to your wife about some other uh, uh, some other uh, times and stuff like that. But uh, expect to be hearing from us on on the regular now. I we got to We got to get your voice, man. We got to get your voice. Well, I mean, your voice is already out there. We just need it more on the Wayne Dupree um, <laughs> program. So, no, I, you I, we I know Carrie Lake one because of you. We know Carrie Lake one. Because <laughs> of your polling, I, that I wish we had. I don't know. You know, I wish we had more time. I'll just say this about that. I, you think I wanted to testify? I did not. Um, but right. I have right. never seen what I saw. We've conducted exit polls for years. I have never seen what happened in Arizona. It was the biggest example of voter suppression in the mm -hmm. modern era. I really believe that with all of my heart. And the worst part about it is, you know, being part of the court case. You know, I had to look at um, Maricopa County's plan to execute the election correctly. And it's sad because it looks like a lot of people working for the county I'm talking about um, f tried to do a lot of research to make sure that election didn't go off without a hitch. And you had a few bad actors 
come along and throw a monkey wrench into all of that and just basically you know void all of the hard work those people did and um that's almost as much of a travesty as it is to disenfranchise voters i've never mm -hmm. had people who told us they were going to conduct an exit poll i mean when you commit to something like that it the drop-off rates are there but they're never that high and they weren't high for any other voting group except election day in person and that th that wasn't some anomaly we we know what the normal drop-off rates are that was ridiculous 20 yeah. point difference no way no but way. you know what you know before i let you go and i'm and i'm Sorry. supposed to be in a commercial break right now but um i keep telling people during the 2020 election before the day of the election i was looking at this website that was showing all the mail-in ballots yeah you probably you probably saw it, uh, but weeks weeks ahead of that, I was watching it, and um, I had to go back and I did some research, and I was like, okay, in 2016, I thought it was 130, 135, maybe even 140 million people that voted in the 2016 election. Yeah, 137, right? Both 137. Yeah. The day before the 2020 election, the day before. It was already over 110 or uh, um, between 100 and 110 million that had voted by the mail-in ballots. Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's that because it was all together uh, almost 160 million. So, yeah, that's that's about right. I was like, nobody's saying anything about this. I was like, I mean, does anybody see the the the, the, the cheat that could really go on with this? I mean. Nobody was, I mean, and you saw a whole lot of the states, a, a lot. I mean, I can't remember what the major states were right now that was getting most of them, but well, I know Pennsylvania was one of them, but yeah, I mean, Michigan, I was like Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah I mean, Michigan. those numbers were going up every day. I was like, oh my gosh, something is happening out here. Okay. Well, okay. Well, we'll yeah. hold that off for um, later, but um, we'll have you back uh, and let everybody know how they can support you and find you. The best place to find us folks is on locals, peoplespundit.locals.com. We do have show, like Wayne said, a couple of them, but uh, you'll always find, you know, what we're doing on there and check out the public polling project. When you go to locals, you'll see a little thing with hands up with surveys on it. That's our little logo for it. Support us if you can, because you know, we don't like taking uh, corporate sponsors. We've always liked to crowdfund our stuff because then I only owe my best work to you. I don't right. owe it to a media outlet who wants me to do this or that. And, you know, I have worked with them in the past, Wayne, like the Epoch Times and CD. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But, you know, they're, they're, I, they're few and far between. So right. most of what we like to do, we like to uh, do with the shows and crowdfunding. So uh, check it out. Locals. Peoplespundit.locals.com. Got a national coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Dupree podcast along with Richard Barris, uh, Hutch Bailey Jr. and Mr. Jason Robinson from Muslim Minnesota. Attention we'll Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. 
but there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, all right, welcome back to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, along with Hutch Bailey Jr. and Jason Robinson from Muslim Soda. Uh, we love being in, um, in front of you right now. Listen, man, we man, we bring the best interviews. Rich <laughs> is great, dude. I've been following him for a long time. He's he's good at what he does. Oh my god. Oh man, what 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 a beautiful what a beautiful and and the passion that he brings along with it too. I mean that, you know he could, look at what look at how he brought it and look at how we brought it. Look at how he brought it. Look at how we brought it. We get pissed off that honestly we should be heard a whole lot more because. There are some bottlenecks. There are some gatekeepers that do not like the truth to reach the top. Now, not not to say that the truth will fix the top because there's a whole lot of corruption up there. But if more people hear the truth, then there's then you can't go to sleep at night hearing the truth and it night and it not mess with you. You be laying in your bed. What did he say earlier? He said that about President Trump. Let me get my phone out. Let me check. Let me research that. You'll be two, three o'clock in the morning checking your phone and stuff. Man, he was right. I, I mean, because I know I woke up this morning. Actually, thanks, thank all of you for tuning in because uh I had Richard's picture and everything, and I was getting ready to go at that. And I was like, wait a minute, Fanny Willis, what? <laughs> I had went to sleep last night. I woke up around two o'clock in the morning. She did it. I didn't know All that. These indictments and and indicted eighteen more people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not a crime there. Not oh, one crime. I was like, good gracious. I went to bed and they said they were gonna do the indictments. And then this morning I'm reading it. 
before I wanted to see what anybody had to say about it, that's kind of my process. And I'm like, how on earth is, are we charging people for this? We're killing this country, man. This is such an right? important issue. And I agree with Richard. The GOP is dumb. Yes. If somebody with a big mouth doesn't come out in, in support and in defense of this unconstitutional BS yeah. happening to Donald Trump, the party's going to die. But you know what, though? Also, if you look at their responses, they're, they're BS responses right now. Sure they are. They, I mean, they are literally weak, uh, tulip, ro uh, yellow, complicit, rose. complicit. Just, complicit. yeah, just, you know, I really can't believe this is happening. I mean, there's, there's really nothing in there saying this. We got to, we got to hold meetings right now. We got to do something. We got to do, we got to come on and do something right now. Let's do it. Yeah. They're doing that. We're like, and you got a Republican governor that could put the, put the kibosh to it anytime. Oh, That's he just a, came out and said we had the most secure election ever. He just he tweeted. Just yeah, Ken, so I, I just saw it on Twitter. Man. He said the 2020 election in Georgia was not stolen. For nearly three years now, anyone with evidence of fraud has failed to come forward under oath and provide anything in a court of law. Our elections in Georgia are secure, accessible, and fair, and will continue to That's the to enemy. Be. That is the right. enemy. The enemy the right there. This has got... We got to get away from these people, man. It might... He, most of everybody will say that he did that that they did nothing wrong. People like that and Duncan. Oh, and did you guys did you guys both see the Battle of the Bulge? Oh yeah. This reminds me of the Nazis in the American MP uniforms. Mm. Yep. In the background, that that's what the Republican Party is. Yeah. They're Nazis wearing American MP uniforms inside our lines. And well, it's time and, to out them. And Rich said help. something. Rich said something that we've kind of talked about. And it was the people in the establishment and these corrupt organizations, they're going to look out for their organization. And they see somebody like President Trump coming who wants to shut it down or scale it back. And, the and most of these folks, I think a lot of them would have a hard time moving into the private sector and actually being productive. And so are they going to look out for their agency or their job, or are they going to look out for the country? Sadly, not enough people will, will follow their oath of office. Well, there's they less than us. 600 of them and there's 350 million of us. Yeah. Right. They gave up the Senate seat. Right. Yeah. That's how bad they are. That's true. Right. They did. They, I mean, they they didn't help them during the the midterms, and then they drag and then they dragged their feet during the runoff. They, I mean, <laughs> man, his feelings must have been hurt with what Donald Trump did to him in 2020 for them to be doing this right now, and for and for them for him to come out and tweet that he's not on Trump's side. No, he's not on your him, side either. For him to do that, you better watch him now, boy. I'm, I'm serious. You better watch him now, and 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 um, keep an eye because, or uh, subpoena the records to see if he's talking to Fanny. You know what I'm saying? As oh yeah, let's get all the communication between Braggs, between Fanny, between Jack Smith, Rathenberg. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I oh. mean. 
all the Trump stuff's out there. Like, let's get all this communication out. Well, it looks like Jack Smith's not happy. I was just looking at something earlier. Chris Christie was talking about Jack. Jack Smith's not happy because um, he is like because Chris Chris Christie was saying that yeah yeah they right walks ahead of DeSantis in New Hampshire. <laughs> Chris that's Christie, that, that's that on the fly. I didn't know he was coming on the show. Research. Damn. <laughs> Think about that though, and, and you know what? Somebody asked me. They were like. Is Chris Christie going to uh, uh, be on the stage? He made a, it on stage. He's a hideous human being. But think about it. He made it on that debate stage. The only way you can make it on the debate stage is you got to sign the pledge saying that you are going to. He said accept. they didn't send it to him yet. Well, he, but his, he, but his name is on there to be on stage. But they're looking it's, to see if he has enough support. I was gonna say I don't think he has enough donors. You have to have enough have individual donors. donors. And they're like looking at his stuff now. Uh, good. I mean, they, I don't know if they gave everybody else it, but I saw him being interviewed, and he said they didn't give it to him yet. That was yesterday. Okay, because actually Sunday shows. I think. I thought I saw that he had qualified for it, and and the only way that you qualify is, you know, you got that. Uh, uh, Donald Trump has well, uh, the 18 y'all have until next Friday midnight to turn yourself in. I'll tell you, I got some bad news about that. What's that? Uh, man, Fulton County, Georgia, Trump doesn't live there. You look at all of the if you just make Donald Trump a regular person, they're gonna lock him up. He's going to, they call him a flight risk, they, whatever it is, they're going to, I mean, you, you think about it, uh, uh, what Fulton County law enforcement officer would pull a gun on yeah, Donald Trump with Secret Service protection? Yeah, you know, I, I got a feel, I got a bad feeling about this. Georgia is the hub of GOP traitorism. Don't forget where DeSantis' yeah. campaign started. And out in Georgia. MTG. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it was funny. One of the one of the guys I do some work with uh, on our website, he is originally from Georgia. And last night we were messaging back and forth. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with Atlanta? It, it just seems terrible. And I've been there a couple of times and this, the city isn't great, but just all the political stuff coming out of there just seems corruption. And he's like, imagine the ethics of Mogadishu. That is Georgia. <laughs> Yeah, I, like, I went there. I liked it when I went there, but that was in the nineties, right? But no, um, I was reading something about um, now. Chris Christie also thinks that Mark Meadows flip. I, I'm I'm thinking about I'm thinking about other people, but Lindsey Graham. Chris Christie, but Chris Christie did say that uh, Jack Smith is not happy because. Before y'all start, I he said before y'all start thinking about party, these DAs have super egos. And he said this is an ego but, thing, right? Because he now. was one. Yeah. And and he, he can speak to it. He he was like, these things are about egos right now. 
and one is trying to outdo the other one. Um, it, it's like Jack Smith jumped in front of her, and but she's like, wait a minute, we've been doing this thing for two years. So that's why she came big with 18, which is going to, I mean, and uh, uh, she's trying to get hers done within six, or she wants to start in six months, but she can't because right now she's already in another one that they're still going through jury selection for the other one. And that's been like uh, more than seven or eight months and trying to get the jury selection for the one that she's currently doing. So, man, that, I mean, she's 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 in trouble down there. Trump maximum sentences add up to staggering seven hundred twelve years and six months in prison for all ninety one ninety one counts. Jesus, uh, I can't. Man, if that I, doesn't I, wake that doesn't wake you up. I mean, that, nobody gets charged. There's more people indicted yeah. in Atlanta than Rudy Giuliani indicted in the commission court case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I man, it reminds you of those when you look at the the trials in Italy, the mafia trials in Italy, when he's got these guys in a big goldfish bowl, all right. the all the defendants. It's a mockery. Well, here's what's here's what's bizarre too, and this was what really struck me. Not to keep going back to it, but we all knew they'd go after Trump and his family and his business, but this charge expands that circle and we were joking about it a couple weeks ago like we'd love to work for the campaign but we don't want to fight off the federal government there is no more speculation if you support president trump and you work for him the full weight of the federal government is coming for you period you you can or state government or whatever you want you you can't if you take the job interview you gotta say okay what are they going to dig up? Did I cut the tag off my mattress? Did I ever fudge a number on my taxes? What have I done? Because they're all coming after me. That's crazy. Hmm. Should I say it or should I not? Um, and that is exactly what they're doing, Wayne. That is exactly what you just did is the result of that. Yep. Should I say <laughs> it? Because it happens know, right? to me every day. It happens to me every day. Do I want to go out on this limb? No, right, I'm not. Right. I'm not. I'm not going to retweet that. Yeah, yeah. And that's a yeah, damn right. shame. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm a I crazy mean, boomer. I'll just say it. Yeah. Uh, I forgot it. See, I forgot it already. Good. Good. Yeah, it's probably safer <laughs> for you. It's not funny. It's so funny. Yeah, no. I mean, it's like. I don't know how many times that we have said that on the show too. It's like, yeah. it, nice. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I, <laughs> I want to. It's like I want to tell y'all. I do. I I really want to tell y'all. But do I really want to tell y'all? Because if I, I want to be on record. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'll say that's, that's that's opposite what America is supposed to be. It, right, right, right. It's and our entire journalism first... industry is, is is censoring people. Yep. It's yep. Well, and I got to say, that's where when you look for these people working like President Trump, you can say, OK, I believe he's committed to this because he knows the whole government's coming after him. 
But you look at all those folks that work for the Trump campaign. You know, we've had a couple of them on the show and outside of his family and stuff. But like people who who actively said, I am going to take a job doing this. And I know the IRS, the CIA, the FBI, the DOJ, the ATF, probably the Food and Drug Administration, for Christ's sake, they're all coming after me. Like, they're going to nail me because my garden, you know, I mean, they're going to find anything they can to charge me. And God love those people that are, I mean, not just President Trump, but all the people working for him because they know, I mean, they're taking away lawyers' law license for giving him advice. Think of that. That's right. That's okay. Okay. That's it. Donald, I mean, Donald Trump is, luck, is, is the luckiest person that I've seen in a long time. I'm serious. I, and, and and why did I say that? Three indictments. Three indictments. And they and and basically they can't pull the cord on. Three indictments. Four now. Four. Seven hundred and what what years? Ain't putting that man in jail for 720 some years. They ain't doing that. I'll tell you what is exposed to me how stupid Democrats are. Right. The voters. And the only reason why I'm saying that he's lucky is because none of us (laughs) would have would be this far without kissing some type of jail cell for about a couple of months. We 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 would have been in jail, or suicided, or, or disappeared, suicided. I love how Rick worked that in too. You know what I'm saying? It's like this. I mean, if it was somebody regular, and and maybe that's the message to everybody else. It is. He might be where this is, but you think Jake Six. Sure. Think day six. Look at what this just happened what, in Kansas. This is what Chrissy had to say. He 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 called it excessive. Yeah, I think it was well, unnecessary. Why yeah. then would you, as a Democratic DA, pursue state charges if you think by law they're already covered in these other cases? See, people people view this, and your question views it as a partisan decision. Don't forget that these prosecutors all have egos, and she's been investigating this thing for two, two and a half years. Jack Smith comes in within the last year. He swoops in. He charges quickly. And she said, whoa, wait a second. I've been looking at this. I'm sure what this indicates is there's not cooperation between her office and the special counsel's office. And I'm sure he wanted her to defer. She chose not to. So uh, what I'd say to the viewers, Bill, is don't necessarily look at this as a as a partisan decision. This is probably an ego decision where she said, well, hell, I put all this time and effort into wow. this investigation and I want something out of it. And, and, and if we were to go along with that one, they're going to hurt themselves. You, they're creating a huge mess. That it that is turning uh, the American people on to Donald Trump is doing the, uh, the what what they are trying to do in, in tearing him down. They're building him up with the mess that they're causing because they aren't coordinated like we thought that they might be, but it doesn't look like it. Or she would she would date 18 people last night. She came with the Gus. She came with the with the glory of God last night with 18 people. Yeah. 
18 people and, and, like and nine and charges had, or something. Yes. And, and then had the nerve enough. And this will really make you laugh. You're going to try them all together. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, and how about when she released this stuff? Shot? She released the stuff like six hours early on the website and somebody got a copy and they're like, no, 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 this is fake. And then six hours later, it was exactly those charges. It's just a show. I'll tell you what I got out of that clip. That tells you all you need to know about Fox News. They got a guy on there can't possibly be present. They're interviewing him. Why? Right. Well, I mean, you know, you know why? Had... So he could say those things so he could beat Trump down. Well, they had um, they had the uh, Santas on there, too. My and point. They had to take president. Yeah. Oh, oh, Ronnie. He 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 said he said something last night. Uh, y'all talk y'all talk real quick. I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. Oh, Ronnie. I I I feel bad for him in a way. He's not. Really I don't. Good at I him. don't. I don't. <laughs> he's he's not good at what he's doing, man. I mean, I'm waiting ruined. for 20 What's years ruined? from now when he writes his memoir, and it's like I ran such a terrible campaign. I listened to all these people. I was a moron. The devil made me do it. I I mean, they're running it. If we would have said, let's run a horrible campaign on purpose, this is how we would have run it. And he's living it every day. You look at some of these comments in the the, uh, chat here, and it's like, boy, they really got people brainwashed, man. I mean, how can you sit there and watch World War III starting and be calling for Trump over crimes he didn't commit. What what Trump actions caused this, Fran? I mean, it, it just I, I, I gotta turn the comments off. I can't uh because it's for funny one thing, I have never sat watching. I've never sat there on a leftist show and watched it and, and commented on its comments. I don't know what it is with you guys. I mean, you, you, you come well, on. Well, here, here here's what's ironic too. We're not left or right. Like we're unaffiliated voters who think the government's corrupt. What I find the most brainwashing about this whole Trump thing is how they can really think there's never been any other presidential candidate that's ever been worthy of a charge. Never once. And and they can't draw the intuitive leap. Like, this is weird. This is just weird. And it's. Ugh. And there's no crimes. Right. You know, they don't have enough sense. To figure it out themselves that there's no crimes. The man, well, yeah, I mean, you got Raskin from Maryland up there saying that Trump is doing all this for personal gain. The dude walked into the room with $10 billion, Raskin. Right. And a supermodel wife and a great. Yeah. What well, and and let's set the bar Raskin. at the Bragg's charge, which is basically an accounting issue. So you're saying all the presidents in the history have never committed anything worse than an accounting issue really that's okay. not, but yeah i mean again i i go back to how i started it though uh you know either either it, i mean uh, look it's chicken and egg and uh somebody with with everything that we've said or have seen before, especially when it comes to uh, this this uh, defying the election, uh, Hillary Clinton for the first two years of Donald Trump's presidency went everywhere saying that it was legitimate. Not only did she say it in America, she went overseas and said it. 
she was doing press conferences and stuff saying he uh, is illegitimate because Russia helped him. She did that. And nobody, nobody put her before the court. Nobody, nobody did that. And now all of a sudden, when Donald Trump says it, you know, then, oh, you can't say that. We, we're going to we're gonna impeach you. Not only are we going to impeach you, we're going to bring you up on charges. I don't know how many times I can say it. The, the, there's got to be some Republican district attorneys out there that have a spine that can bring some charges against some Democrats. If not, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. Because y'all, y'all are either you're afraid of them or you're afraid of them. Or you're in on it. Or you're, or you're in, in on it. You know, that, I mean, that, that's, there's only two. Well, it should be three. You should be wanting to even up the score to make America think, okay, there's a chance. There's a chance that we can even this thing out and and, and fix it. Y'all are saying to America, there's only one. The Democrats. They're strong. They can take down anybody. Your side is weak. Yes. And stupid, like Barrett said. Ignorant. Dumb. Idiots. <coughs> Feckless. Can't do nothing. Except for put the little puff. Can't believe this is really happening. President Trump. We have to pray. We have to pray for him and stuff like that. They, I mean, they they don't have any solutions for this. Uh, no, they don't want to push through solutions for this. There, there are solutions. There are solutions. You, you be some fighting mother fathers going on around here. You know what I'm saying? You, I mean, you start showing the people, the people in DC already showing you that they're afraid of um, physical contact. They put the walls up and gates up around the thing. So that you won't go There's The only way that you do that. Y'all watch these um, crime stories and these, uh, these criminals, they get into those rooms and then they lay down and go to sleep. And the people said, uh, Usually guilty people go to sleep. <laughs> Usually guilty people go to sleep. That's 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 um that's people in DC. They go to sleep. You wake them up and then they get scared. <laughs> They're outside. They're outside at the gate. They're outside at the gate. Sons of biscuits. We gotta go. We gotta go. We we we'll be back tomorrow. I I I I um. Thank y'all for tuning in to Red Voice Media Network here, the Wayne Dupree Podcast. Uh, we we hope that you enjoyed it. Don't forget to check out WayneDupree.com. Don't forget to follow, if you want to, you can follow me on social media. Our Twitter is down at the bottom, so you can follow us down there or follow us on social media right there. Uh, and also uh, check out um, uh, Red Voice Media Network's Rumble, and also Wayne Dupree Show's Rumble. Last thoughts, Jason, go. Hey, just a quick one. Uh, folks, thanks for tuning in this long. Hopefully we gave you some great information, great interview with Rich. Uh, one favor from everybody, like, comment, share. That helps us get the word out, and it's an easy way to support the show. Frank Bergman over at Slay is warning that Joe Biden is close to signing an executive order to declare a climate emergency, granting the Democrat president sweeping new powers to enforce lockdowns and other tyrannical measures in order to save the planet. 
Uh, some of those measures would be gas rationing, food rationing. Uh, be ready, folks. Electricity rationing. It's, it's their like goal. Them. It's been their goal for 50 years. There won't this be an election like, next year. There you go. That sounds like something Obama would have done, doesn't it? it? He is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.